Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to the show. It's the Stuff and Things Podcast. It is Walking Dead Wednesday. We're talking about all things The Walking Dead. It is I, Sam. You will all be thrilled to hear it's not a solo show. Uh, Andy stepped in one week and was great. Thank you, Andy. But returning to the show this week is my partner in crime, all the way back from the US of A, it's Stefan. Howdy. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he's gone native. <laughs> no, I didn't go to that part of America either. I realised. Uh, you were in Florida, weren't you? I was. Is it true what they say about Florida? You know, like if you go onto the internet and type "Florida man" and any date, there is just a crazy ass news story. Would you say spending time in Florida that that seems accurate? No, do you know they're all really nice. Yeah, weird. Obviously, we have a, a mutual American friend. We do. In Alfie. And I yeah. messaged him. I was like, wow. You know, for a, a country that loves going to war as much as you guys do, everyone is so friendly. Uh, they don't love going to war. They just love guns. Yeah. Oh, okay. wait, wait. Hang on. Sorry. Our audience have just gone. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Lost the, the audience. The, yeah. The American audience has switched off. Okay. So but now no, it's I'm just honest. us Brits. Now we'll see what we really think. No, they were. Everyone was really friendly. Everyone I spoke to, really nice. Everyone, like, you know, if you bump into someone, oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. I'm sorry. I bumped into you. I came back to England and in the first 10 minutes, I had an argument with someone. Yeah. Because they almost pushed over the four year old in an escalator. And I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute. Hold on. It it is funny. I mean, uh, yeah, no, it's I mean, don't get me wrong. There are different parts of the UK as well, man. I mean, the the sort of southeastern stuff, London. I, I mean, I, I don't know about you. Careful, I southeast. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. There, there's. I'm, I'm on the southwest. Where, in, in Bristol, sort of city I'm from, you can get a bit of that. You do get that kind of, you know, someone would step over you. You know, it's just like, yeah. oh look, there's someone collapsing the street. Never mind, that'll get in my way. I'm busy. Yeah. Uh, but you, you, you head out. To, you head a more rural way. You do get a far nicer. More polite brand of people. I I do remember though, growing up in Bristol, I I went to visit a friend of mine. Um, I was in I can't remember uh, East Anglia somewhere, and I bumped into somebody, and they immediately apologised to me, and I was just stood there for a minute. He said, Are "You all right?" I said, "I don't think that's ever happened to me in my life. That's really weird." It's like I was ready for a fight. Yeah, I, I why don't know. did you I, say sorry to me? I was like, I that's don't what know what... Americans are like. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't know what happened. And people were like, so, good morning, good morning, hello. I'm like, hi. Why is everyone speaking <laughs> to me? He's like, well, they're just being polite, dude. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't... Why are they talking... I don't know those people. Even people who know me just nod. Anyway, that's that's enough of that. <laughs> we we yeah, have a Walking Dead episode. Yes, America was fun, and that's that's the main thing. But you are back now, which is wonderful. I am. Um, in your absence, uh, I did end up doing two shows solo. Uh, one because at the last minute, the person who was going to join me sadly couldn't do it, which which was sad. Uh, yeah, no, I mean they had, they had a reason. It wasn't wasn't as good a reason, but they had a reason. <laughs> I um, don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've listened to some of your other shows and decided mm, maybe not. 
Uh, but then a guy called Andy stepped up, and Andy was brilliant. Uh, Andy's a long-time listener of the show as well, so we got to be nice to Andy. Yeah. Uh, Andy's from... I haven't listened to these yet. I will listen to them. Yeah. Um, I have had two days to watch four episodes, so I haven't been able to listen <laughs> yet. No, no, you haven't. But, but I uh, will. The, the Andy episode's definitely worth listening to. The The other episodes where it's just me, the first, I think the first five, ten minutes I do well. And then, yeah. Uh, the, when I when I start asking questions and answering, it's a worry. <laughs> it's a real worry. Uh, but then, of course, we had another show, which was uh, Marvel Monday returning. Uh, Moon yeah, Knight I, Monday. I was back ready for that. I was sat in my chair to record it, and no one phoned me. No, no, I rang somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I looked at all your uh, itinerary coming back. I'm going to get this. We're going to do this on the show. We're going to do this okay. here. Okay, we're going to do this. Done. So uh, we had this whole like itinerary laid out, and I knew you were going to be away for certain things. And I looked at it, and I thought, oh, it's going to be Marvel Monday. He's coming back Saturday. The guy's going to be jet lagged. I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be the good guy. I'm thinking I'm going to organise all this so he doesn't have to come home, turn around to his wife and kids and go, go away. <laughs> I'm recording a <laughs> podcast. He doesn't have to stress about when he can watch the show. I'm like. Oh, brilliant. So I arrange it. And, like, keep in mind that I've tried to do this with The Walking Dead show, and it's fallen of three shows I failed on two occasions. So it's like, I don't have a good ratio for this. But I have an old school friend, her name is Kaylee, loved Marvel stuff. I mean, just absolutely obsessed. And I thought, this would be perfect. She'd love to do this. She listens to the show when we do Marvel stuff, and she always picks me up on things. She'd be yep. great. So she agrees. She's never done a podcast before. So she's like, oh, what do I need? I was like, oh, well, you need a microphone idea. She's like, okay, I'll buy it. I'll get it. So I'm like, oh, you don't have to, you know, I can do it. She's like, no, 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 I'll get it. I'll get it. I saw it. So on the same day, she messages me to say, I've bought this stuff. So she has laid out her own money to be on the show. You message me to say, hey, great news. I'm going to be back in time. I'll watch Moon Knight and we get that recorded. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, what have I done? Oh, oh! And I, I mean, I said it to you, and you were just like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's cool." But I knew, I knew deep down, you're thinking, "I'll have you for this, you bastard." No, it's, right. it's fine. The problem is, is that she sounds better than I do on a podcast, so yeah, I'm a little are. bit she, concerned for the next few yeah. episodes. I, I am going to put this here now. She doesn't watch The Walking Dead, so she is okay. not going to hear this. So I am safe. She okay. sounds nothing like she does on that podcast, right? <laughs> she is from Bristol, and she is Bristolian like me. And she has put on the biggest phone voice to the point, and this is slightly exaggerated, but the show basically goes with like this. Okay, you ready, Kaylee? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm a bit nervous, but I'm all right. Okay, here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. And this is Kaylee. Oh, hello. I'm Kaylee. I'm here to talk about Marvel. Marvelous. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Who am I talking to? Where's Kaylee gone? And who's this person now on the line? Oh, anyway, amazing. She ain't going to hear that. I'm safe. I've no, let's find them. Yeah, so anyway, uh, we're, we're nearly 10 minutes in. We should probably talk about The Walking Dead because people are bored. Hey, it's actually really good at the moment, so we can actually talk about it. Yeah, it's I'm brilliant. delighted with that. Uh, so season 11, episode 15, the title of the episode is... Uh, trust. Good man, good man. Uh, it's just trust, by the way, not... Uh, not a trust. Uh, trust. Yeah. <laughs> um, with these episodes, one of the things I've sort of done, and one of the things me and you always like to do, is kind of separate out. Okay, we got several story arcs going on, or a couple of story arcs. Let's talk about them in isolation. 
Mm-hmm. And with this episode, I realised we had like four different things going on and possibly, you know, a little bit of interlinking, but generally it was kind of, uh, there was a lot in this episode. Did you think that as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's stuff going on everywhere. Like, obviously I've just binge-watched the last four you episodes. Yeah. So I'm just clarifying in my own brain, like, what happened in this episode. Yeah, yeah um, that's fair. But yeah, no, there's a lot of things happening at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's Where do we crazy. want to start? Are we going to start at Hilltop? We're going to start with the bow chicka wow wow of Mercer. Like where, where are we going to start? Yeah, well let's kick off with the Hilltop thing because that kind of brings us back to the our groan moment from several weeks ago where <laughs> we had six months later Daryl rocking up full Stormtrooper attire and it seeming like there was going to be a confrontation between him and Maggie. Uh, as it works out, we do get to see that scene again. Yeah. Uh, this time with a little bit more context to it, which, uh, you know, Hornsby's literally in the background leering. Um, obviously, you've just watched these back to back, but obviously, you've seen the scenes now where the Commonwealth soldiers, led by that narcissist, the horrible sod who was ex CIA, went into the building of Negan's new family if you like Negan's new group with wife yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Mrs. Negan and baby Negan on the way yep you have to get himself a little tiny Lucille it'd be nice be amazing Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah little 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 leather jacket oh red red neck chief anyway so we have this kind of crazy ass situation now Hornsby has now led another detachment with Daryl to investigate what happened now I don't know about you, but they could have surely come up with a better explanation than what they did. Like, when Hornsby was reciting to Aaron and Father Gabriel, so you're telling me... I love this. (laughs) This went wrong. All of this happened, and you two survived. And they just looked at each other and were like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're telling you. That that sounds about right, yep. They basically looked at Hornsby and went, we're lying. You know we're lying. <laughs> yeah. We know we're lying. Uh, we couldn't actually think of a better lie, so we're all just going to smile at each other and hope that you don't just kill us. Because we're pretending we're on your side still? Thumbs up? Yeah! Like, yeah, this was a bit of an interesting scene because now yeah. Hornsby himself, I still haven't worked out this Hornsby bloke. Oh, he's really? Because I've he's kind of quite made my mind clearly up on him, not a good guy. Like yeah. that's my th- my theory is he's quite clearly not a good guy. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, is he the bad guy, yeah. or is he just one of? Yeah. You know okay. I mean? like, so so you're where I am. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if he is going to end up being the bad guy, or and actually Pamela the Milton's. Actually is, yeah. Yeah, Milton's are actually good guys, and they're kind of sat there going, "Oh my god, I can't believe this was happening under my nose. Yeah. How terrible." Or if they are all part of the same cahoot. Yeah. Um, no, but in you. this episode, he's definitely scumbag. Yep. Um, but yeah, the whole scene on top of the roof of Sion telling me, and he's like, Daryl, what do you think? Ah, they've been yeah. through enough. Yeah, they probably yeah. survived this. It was actually, I mean, I, I think they did it with a tongue in their cheek, this scene, because it was done almost comical. Um, And I I laughed because there's no way that Hornsby would genuinely ask Daryl his opinion on if they were lying. 
Hornsby knows who they are to each other. He knows the history. This guy, he he exists on information, doesn't he? You know, yeah. he, he is sort of like, he has to know everything about everyone. Master manipulator. So he did that as a power trip. Don't you think a kind of like, come here, Daryl. You know, and I think he even says to him, like, get yourself in uniform, soldier. You know, just yes, kind of... soldier. <laughs> yeah, just just keeping Daryl in his place, if you like. We have yeah, that just scene... Someone, just quickly, in a little bracketed thing there. Yeah. Have you ever seen someone get in and out of uniform as many times in one episode as Daryl yeah. does with that yeah. uniform? I, I, I'm, I'm a soldier. I'm, no, I'm not. No, I'm a soldier. Well, no, I was, g- was going to pick up on that. It's kind of like a side point at the end. But as you said it now... I wondered if that was a, like, almost like a kind of, they filmed a lot of this and then came back and filmed, you know, because you got, the one of the things that it's easy to forget, I think they've done a great job with The Walking Dead, considering they filmed this in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of stuff in those extra episodes where we, we looked at it and just went, well, we know they filmed this in a pandemic. We can see there's like six feet between everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. We we can tell this is this is bad. You should have just not filmed anything, please. With this, I you know I've not felt it. I felt like this is all just normal filming. Everything's been the same. But I did wonder if perhaps because I know they had some shutdowns on different occasions due to outbreaks, and I did think to myself, I wonder if they filmed a load of stuff. Like, this is all the stuff with Daryl in uniform, this is stuff with him out of uniform, and then when they've edited it all together to mesh the episode, because it did feel like he was kind of like, I'm out of uniform when I arrive here. Well, why would that be? Why would Daryl arrive no uniform yeah. when they've marched from the Commonwealth with his unit? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then, get in uniform, soldier. So he does... And then he takes it off again. Yeah. I'm at the hilltop. I can't be dressed as a soldier. Get a yeah. uniform. Yes, of course. Yeah. Turns around the corner. Ha, he's not looking. Take it off. Yeah, take it off. You know, is it is it just a case of Daryl is that awful? I mean, yeah. I mean, it, there is probably a case of Daryl hates wearing it that much. But at the same time, he has kind of made a commitment to do this. And he's doing that because of the kids. Oh, yeah. You know, he is responsible for, for them, the little ass kicker and RJ. So... If that is the case, then surely he shouldn't be making decisions when he's there with Hornsby, which could put them in jeopardy. Because they are literally back at the Commonwealth with Auntie Carol right now. If one yeah. of those kids sneezes, they're going to be set on fire. Yeah, Carol, Carol, don't don't mess around. Okay, Carol is a, not nanny of the century. No, that, okay, that's a whole other side note. We'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah. yeah, whenever Carol's been in charge of kids, they end up dead. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there's a reason she hasn't actually done babysitting for a while. That's all I'm saying. Every kid, every adopted, every babysat, they're dead. So I'm just a little bit nervous. Yeah. All I'm going to say. Anyway. Daryl, uh, they do end up at the Commonwealth. We do get that scene again, and we get that greater context to it, which was good. Um, I still don't like that they did that six months thing, but anyway. Whatever. Six months, two weeks. It was better than last week's, a week don't, ago. A week don't. and one hour ago. Oh, Me, that was, that was the episode was a lot better. That was the episode <laughs> I did with Andy, and both of us were just like, oh, it was so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like it was the content of the episode was good. You didn't need to do this. You could have done it linear and still made it really suspenseful and exciting with us having the whole story going through. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, when you listen to that, you'll you'll see. I won't repeat it. <laughs> Andy knows, my my boy. Andy knows. 
Um, so we we have this thing with the Commonwealth. What did you think about? Because when they arrived there, and Mag is basically jog on, and yeah. they're going to force their way in. I'm thinking Negan and his people must be there somewhere, and she blatantly knows if they get in and see them, this is all going to kick off. Yeah. But when they all get in, there's no sign of them anywhere. Nothing. The, obviously, we now we we kind of understand at this point that they didn't take the weapons. Yeah, we, we know. And that, yeah. we understand that Negan's group didn't take the weapons because they yeah. had their entire building ransacked. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, why does Maggie? Why is Maggie so not gonna yeah. let them in? It must yeah. be that she's taken them all in. Yeah. Must be the answer because otherwise she'd be like, yeah, whatever, come in, check. We haven't yeah. got them. Up yours, off you go. Um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm the same as you. I. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I know she can be quite a tetchy character, but to me, it's like, everyone was all smiles, they all know each other, it's Daryl, okay Daryl, no worries, how long do you need? Yeah, come on in, have a look round, I don't suppose any of you brought any food with you, you know, just kind of, you'd be friendly, but she was so tense, yeah. so stressed out, and so on edge, I'm watching it, and it was her tension and everything that led us to every scene with Hornsby to be thinking, oh, here we go. This yeah, is the moment. they go this through the, the truck. The truck's gonna start. Here we yeah. go. It's the tr- the weapons are actually in the back of it. Oh my god! How'd you get? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't start. Well, because because <laughs> that's the thing with her as well as Maggie is, she does do. She has done some things recently which you and I have discussed have been quite questionable. Mm-hmm. The fact that on occasions we went Negan's being the moral compass. What the hell is going on here? Goes to show how far Maggie has gone with some of her decision making. So with this, I was like, oh, I don't know. Now, we knew that Leah was the one who had the guns. We yep. know that. We know that Leah and Maggie are certainly not together. So, yeah, that was that was kind of strange. That, that whole thing was like they built up the tension over nothing, but then probably the most uh, uh, tense, perhaps, scene, or probably the most uh, uh, nerve-jangling was when he was talking to little Herschel. Yeah, and now I've I've got some questions about Herschel. Bring it on, little Herschel. So yeah. he was born. Okay, he's a couple of years younger than Judith. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you know, obviously he he was born when Maggie was off doing her own thing. So Judith was has been around at that point. Uh, Judith was about two, maybe three. I yeah, think. there's a couple of years difference, but not yeah. massively. Yeah. Which makes him around the same sort of age as RJ, maybe? No, I think he's older than RJ. Okay, I think... so that makes my point even more, then. Yeah. So, he's like, why is this kid just completely useless? Like, minus the holding a gun to Negan, that was pretty badass. But the rest of the time, he's just like a mute. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. He doesn't really... He hasn't done anything yet. And I'm like, come on. Your mum is that badass. Your dad was that badass. Your granddad was a badass. And this guy, this kid just kind of sits there like, uh, I can't I'm believe. I'm going to go get my mummy. No! I, I bitch cannot him. believe Judith with a bitch you just him. called this kid useless. Like, he's, he's like, well, how old is he? Yeah, but look at Judith. Come on. Judith, child of the apocalypse, badass. But yeah. has been in communities pretty much most of her life. Yeah. This kid's been out on the road with his mum the whole life. You would yeah. think this kid... Would be like Judith. Okay, I've, I've just looked it up. He's nine. He's nine. You know what I mean? Come on. He no, should be having, a lot you're more. You're having a pop at a nine-year-old. He's just nine-year-old. It's like when Lance, um, when he's talking to him. Yeah. 
and he's just kind of like, um, 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 I'm going to go get my mummy now. I'm Ooh. like, come on, Judith would have backslapped him with a katana. Oh, no. yeah, and it would have been the wrong thing to do. Because... It would have been, but you know what I mean? I'm like, I no, look at the level of what I'm... Judith is, and I look at this kid, and I'm like, Oh, oh, come I, on, you should be more I badass. Am, come I on. am shocked and appalled at your poor Herschel <laughs> slander. Oh, the poor kid. He, I thought he did well. I thought he was kind of like, um, I don't know who you are. I, I, the best line I think he could have done was just like, I oh, don't talk to strangers and walked off. <laughs> yeah, see, if he had done something like that, it yeah. would have been kind of like, that's quite cool. It was just the, oh, I think I should go get me mummy. Yeah, like, well, oh no, come yeah. on! No, he's playing. He's playing a role. Come on, yeah, no, you're you're slandering a nine-year-old. You're cruel. <laughs> I'm a horrible cruel, person. I'm sorry. Cruel man. Um, but should we have that scene? I find that quite kind of like, oh, I don't like it. And then that bit with the hat. So just to be clear, Hornsby knows. He knows Aaron, and he knows Father Gabriel have lied to him. He knows that little Herschel was there. So he knows that Maggie was there. He he has an issue now with Maggie. There's yep. no two ways about it. If the issue wasn't there as he confirmed his suspicions with the hat, it's certainly there now that they basically threatened to kill him. And it was quite a tense little moment. But probably the biggest thing in that moment that I'm now wondering about, because it seemed to just get brushed over straight away, Daryl absolutely sided against him and put a gun on him. Yeah, he did. And basically shouted at him that if you don't get killed. Don't, yeah, don't do something stupid because yeah. a lot of people are going to die. <laughs> it's yeah. like, Daryl, Hornsby then tells everyone to put their guns down. It's fine. It's a misunderstanding. We're leaving. And I was expecting him to turn to Daryl, take the gun off Daryl and go, but I think you're going to be staying here. No. But he didn't. He just carries on. Keep your friends, keep your friends close and your yeah, enemies closer. Yeah, yeah, Darryl yeah. Daryl is like first in command next to him. <laughs> that, was, that was so mad though. I was kind of like, Daryl's made his decision. But of course my mind's going... The kids are back at the Commonwealth. Daryl, what are you doing? This is, you know, I, I, I completely understand you sort of putting your gun down and saying, everyone chill, you know, or whatever. And I think everyone would understand that, but you actually took an active side in that. Yep. You didn't You didn't just try and de-escalate it. You literally poured f- petrol on the fire <laughs> to, to the conversation. So we know now that that is bubbling. And they set up this camp thing, and Daryl was talking to Gabe and Aaron about, you know, something's going on, and they're they're hunting around, they're looking around. Now, I don't know if you picked up on this, it's something me and Andy picked up on, is there was a, a conversation between the CIA guy and Hornsby, where Hornsby talks about the guns were being sent to somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you picked up on that when you watched the episode recently, he basically said, oh, and these guns are for the other thing. Yeah, so we need to know. Uh, my first reaction was, oh, wait, he's got that little weird farm of people. And then I was yeah. like, no, he's not going to weapponize them because he's no. not sure if he trusts them. So that yeah. means he's got another group out there somewhere. Yeah. Now, I, I had a thought at the time when I was talking to Andy about the CRM. And perhaps Hornsby knows who they are, perhaps is doing deals with them, 
and perhaps he's building his own personal power base. Yeah. Did you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which but then I ties actually, the two together quite nicely, yeah. yeah. But I actually think he perhaps was doing a deal with the Reapers. Because they were very well equipped. Yes. And were on their own. Because when he gets to the end of this episode, and it's Leah, he says, I want to offer you a job. Yeah. And I'm wondering if perhaps he was dealing with her old commander, who was, you know, a bit touched. And now he's kind of like trying to make whatever deal he had happen. And I'm thinking his deal with the Reapers was to push all of these communities to breaking point. Because they were just killing people. Yeah. Like, why? Why were they doing... You know, we, we never really got a rationale behind them. There was no... At all. Yeah, no reason behind it, just we didn't. Exactly. Just like, what? The guys decided that God wants to murder people? This doesn't make sense. Serving soldiers, active soldiers, would have surely had a more defend people mantra. But, yeah, it was... It was a strange thing, and now we we've got this potential. I I don't know. I it's I think he's basically gonna weaponize her and send her after Maggie. Don't you think? I am expecting this. I am expecting her job to be. Look, we know what you can do. I've seen what you've done to majority yeah. of my soldiers. Go yeah. do it to this community. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And she ain't gonna take much motivating to go after Maggie. I mean. She no, surrendered that, to that Maggie woman and then Maggie. You in the shoulder. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Go kill her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, who's. who's I, I mean, I think it's going to be Daryl, isn't it? It's going to be Daryl that has to put her down. Uh, you would think of all the characters to make a good storyline. Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if it would be Negan putting her down and saving Maggie again. Yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. Or even Maggie herself just finishing the job, potentially, but I think storyline-wise, it's got to yeah. be Daryl. I think so. I think it's got to be Daryl. Um, or we could have like this dark-hooded character, quite small, just comes out of nowhere, kicks her ass, snaps her neck, and then takes the mask off and it's Herschel. Ooh. Then... You could stop bad mouthing the damn nine year old. Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd give him respect. <laughs> yeah, mad props. Yeah. yeah. Um. So in other storylines, we have a kind of strange, not strange, a kind of nice, but at the same time strange relationship developed between Princess and Mercer. Uh, we saw the early stages of that when he was going into that party and didn't want to go in by himself. Yeah. Um, they're they're literally laying in bed together, talking about how much sex they've had. Did we was, really need that conversation? That was that was bizarre, but thank you. I don't yeah. know. Do you know when you watch a TV show and you're like, they, why have they put this in the script? Like, it feels like you know, like the couples sometimes have that conversation. Like, okay, so how many people have you been with before me? It's basically okay. How good are you at lying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're my first baby. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, it was kind of like that. And the way she kind of blurted out, you know, I've had loads of sex. And then had her brain go, that's not a good thing to say. <laughs> yeah, like not loads, but I, I know yeah. how to do what I'm doing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then like, took the breath. Okay, I'm an adult, you're an adult. We've had loads of sex. I would have loved it if he'd have just gone, 
Oh, not me. You were my first. You would have freaked out. Yeah. And then you could have gone like, ah. ah gotcha. Yeah. That's the sort of dumb thing I'd have said. It was, just, it was just one of those scenes where I'm like, okay, so what they're doing here is they are showing that he doesn't sleep much. There's obviously yeah. something on his mind. Yeah. And no matter how much he does, whatever she does to him, he yeah. doesn't fall asleep afterwards. He stays awake because there's something on his mind. Yeah. And, and, and sure he's they could have done this. And he's very hairy. Yeah. That was my, that, my key takeaway were... He doesn't sleep well. He's obviously stressing, and that dude's a hairy dude. Yeah, yeah. That was that was my that's my main takeaway from all of that. Um, we we get that scene um on its own, and we also get a scene where um later on where he does confide in her why he's struggling. It's because he killed two of his men. Um, that scene where he shot two of his men was damn cold. That yeah, was quite like, seriously cold. Yeah, yeah. That was. But he did it in such a way that I, when I watched it, I thought, that's not the first time he's done that. That felt yeah. to me like if you step out of his, you know, if you're not following his rules, you're dead. See, that's <laughs> you know? exactly how I saw it. When he kills those two guys, my brain yeah. instantly went to, okay, they stepped out of line. They've done something yeah. that is like, you know, non-coming back from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have put people at danger. He now knows yeah. how many people, yet bang, bang, problem solved, done. Yeah. That's not it the was... first time he's taken that action no. because that's no. how he deals with something that's that bad. Yeah. And now, now it's like a case of, I've never done that before. And we're like, yeah. oh, that oh. was really damn cold then. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like, wow, in that case, because he made that decision like bang in that instant. And then he's obviously now living with that, which... I don't know, it kind of adds an interesting layer to him that he has that switch within him. Yeah. But clearly he's... I think he says, doesn't he, you know, I, I protect, you know, this is what I'm all about. And I all can of a sudden, see him becoming a big part of this cast. Like, he's a character... For, for, for the next eight episodes. Yeah, he's a character <laughs> that I would have liked to have seen earlier. Yeah. Because I think he could be a very interesting one of these characters that starts off as a bad guy, but then becomes like yeah. a big part of the group, yeah, sort of thing. Because yeah. he, he's, he's got the right morals. He's interesting, yeah, yeah. exactly. And he's interesting because he seems to be about like defending people and everything, but also seems to be about his sister, his family, yeah. Um, and she she's obviously playing a big part. And we do have a really great scene between the two of them. Um, now, this scene could have been done anywhere. Okay. Yep. This scene could have been them two talking in an office, one of their apartments, anywhere. Yeah. They elected to put it, put us in a position where we got to just see Mercer in the gym. Ridiculous. Yeah, he is working <laughs> like, out. Like, like, so, like, I don't know about you, but I just sort of like, watched that and went, oh, okay, well, I'll just hand in my man card. <clears throat> I won't uh, be no, needing see, that anymore. Think yeah. It's okay, because minus the chin-ups, yeah. the chin-ups were impressive. Everything else was little weights. <laughs> it was a tiny dumbbell it was only a couple of weights on the shoulder and like the arm extensions they were little weights like yeah, uh, he's doing yeah. that for muscle look not muscle use oh but you see this is this is why a podcast with you man that's fine yeah I, I I've done the strongman is... stuff I know that if you're doing strongman and you want to build up muscle you don't yeah. do little weights. That's bodybuilding, no. not powerlifting. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. So, so he he's basically going for aesthetic. He's not going for actual yeah. power. Yeah, he yeah. looks huge, but couldn't lift yeah. a kid up. You know, like, yeah. yeah. So he's so he's basically a pansy ass. We could take him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell him. No one listening. Tell him, please. I could take I'm, him on. I'm, I'm planning. I want a few go, people with me though. Plan, planning to go to a comic con. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want him to hear this. That'd be amazing. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that? Oh, it's really great to meet you. I recognise that voice. Oh, how goodbye. <laughs> Stuff and thanks podcast. Ah, yeah. someone. You're the someone guys sent that me a take clip. Me. No, they did not. That was completely out of context. I meant an arm wrestle. I don't know what they're on about. Miss context. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He over there, he said you're a Bambi ass. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was good. The Max Eugene thing. And that kind of... So, we talked about Max and her brother. That was quite a interesting conversation. That was kind of good. Good character depth. Yeah. But that was brought about because Eugene uh, wanted to go to Max over a conversation he had with Rosita and Connie and Kelly. Yeah, now, yeah. Connie and Kelly are basically journalists. Rosita wants them to do an expose on what Sebastian Milton's doing. They then say about this list they've got, and it appears at least one of the names that Rosita knew is on that list. So people who have been disappearing. Yes. So there is a story there. They are going to be investigating it. One of the things I find interesting about that is Eugene doesn't appear to have told anyone about his side of all of this. No, he tells Rosita that, oh, she broke up with me and left yeah. me. Uh, no, Surely she's at part this of an moment, evil crime location. Like, yeah. come on. Surely at this moment, when everyone's discussing all of that, and he even says, like, oh, I might know somebody, I'm thinking, well, this is the moment, surely, Eugene, you have to yeah. explain everything here. But no, so that he's literally stood there, like, oh, yeah, Rosita, spill your guts, tell him everything. And they're, like, trying to put together this mystery, but probably a massive part of it, Eugene's decided, nah, I'm just going to keep that to myself. I didn't get that. That that was bizarre to me. Because Eugene needs to die. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, Eugene uh, has, like, all the hottest women left alive all well, around him, and yeah, he can't I, tell I was, the truth or be a I've, decent I've character. Got a, I've got a final bullet point saying Max and Eugene kiss. Do you want How? to discuss that? I, no, I don't understand. No. no I don't. <laughs> well, you see, when a man likes a woman, or a woman likes yeah, but, a man, I mean, maybe even if a man likes a man, or a woman likes a woman. She has obviously had a very anybody. lonely 10 years of the apocalypse. Clearly, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, come on. That, that, that's, that's cruel. She, she likes him for him. The actor a... is fantastic. The character has been alive for six seasons too long. So, and... <laughs> moving on. One of the other interesting things in this episode yep. is, via the Commonwealth, I feel like the Walking Dead writers have decided they're going to try and hold a mirror up to American society over several things. And one of the things that they're trying to hold a mirror up over, I think, is medical care and the way society works. They've already done a thing about uh, Carol basically having to darken her soul just to get her friend treated. Yeah. And he has decided, because he's realised lots of people in the Commonwealth can't afford or aren't able to get that treatment... He's basically set up an off-the-books clinic, like a, you know... A veterinary centre. Yeah, 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 to to do this. And he's roped in... By the way, poor Tommy's got to be the most nervous, anxious guy we've ever been introduced to. He's a heart I, surgeon, literally. I like, know why. He's a damn doctor in The Walking Dead. They die. <laughs> yeah. 
I was watching this episode thinking, God, this guy's shaking just the nerves at the idea of stealing some meds. And then, like, they get caught and he's terrified. He thinks he's going to be killed or thrown out the, the Commonwealth. Who told him the story to all the doctors yeah. that came before him? So, so basically, at some point, someone's like, oh, yeah, every guy we've called Doc is dead. Like, everyone who arrives just goes, wow, you're a doctor? That's amazing. Normally, they die. He's there yeah. going, I'm not a doctor, just call me Tommy. Exactly. You know, when when his when his sister arrived, he wasn't a doctor. He was trying to keep his head down. He was trying to stay away. Uh, but yeah, the the guys. I mean, the guys clearly. Yes, yeah, I wanted to mention demons. this to you. I'm really glad you put that up because I was saying I wanted to mention you and I forgot to message you about it. Yeah. When we first meet this character, doesn't she tell him like you are a fantastic doctor or something? Yeah. And yeah. we all laughingly said, "Don't tell them that because he'll get yeah. killed." And then yeah. the next time we see him, yeah. he is a doctor. Yeah, they've tried. His sister screwed him over. Yeah, on that big one. time. Yeah, he did not want to be that. He was really happy. He was working in a cake shop. Yeah. he was really chill. I am. I and now donuts. He's, and now... now he's a nervous wreck who's drinking and popping pills. Yeah. Um. You know, we saw when Ezekiel walked in, he was like throwing it back in his desk drawer. The guy's a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and his sister did that to him, and he he was like pleading with her, "Do not do this." And we haven't seen her for the last few weeks either. No, that yeah, she's like this high up within this, but we don't know that. That's it. Feels like an abandoned storyline at this point, but probably in the next episode, she's going to be front and center. Like, ah, oh, there you are. Yeah, see, the uh, thing I've noticed well, like the opening credits, yeah. her name is never in the opening credits. She's always the with. Like, after the credits yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, wow, she is not getting a big part at the moment. No, no, she is not, no. Um, it's one of the things with The Walking Dead, with this massive ensemble cast, which kind of happened as the show grew. I am almost looking forward to the spin-offs focusing in on the main characters, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you do need other characters dotting around them to make it interesting. But when you have... A main cast of The Walking Dead, which is like twelve now, maybe more. It does feel like sometimes, like, well, where in the hell so and so? I haven't seen him in weeks, you know. Yeah, very much uh, so. Yeah. And it, in this, we get uh, Carol and Ezekiel. So Carol, via Hornsby, somehow has got some form of power in the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. She is clearly and and Ezekiel clocked it as well. By the way, <laughs> when she's like, "Oh yeah, I've got another job and I got to be gone," and Ezekiel then gets caught and name drops her yes. to get him off of the charges. And Carol just rocks up, and the soldiers are obeying her orders. So clearly, Hornsby, yeah. So clearly, she has somehow managed to once again just manage to land herself on her feet and i loved ezekiel's actions of well i hoped your new job would help me yeah, out here i know, he's like, I know oh you've done that literally like he's yeah. got caught purely to watch her walk in and go nah, that is how i that is you. how i felt yeah because he seemed far no too smug about it yeah. like knew it i knew it and i've got a question with the king that i'm a little bit worried about go on so i was led to believe that the character of ezekiel yeah. was being written out because he was no longer going to be part of the show anymore. Yeah. So then when you got the tumour and everything come up, I was like, oh, what a horrible way to write him out. But yeah. I, can, I can see how they're going to write him out slowly over this. It's all good. Yeah. And suddenly he's now cured and he's building his own medical centre. And I'm like, at some point, did they have contract talks? And he went, 
do you know what? You've only got another 20-odd episodes. Sod it. I'll yeah. stick around. Sign me up for um, the rest of it. I honestly don't know about that. The one thing I would say is I'm pretty confident that his character died in the comics. Yeah, I think which so. Is why, which is why I think people were kind of like, he's on borrowed time already. Mm. But uh, the show is very different. You know, Carol's long dead in the yes. comics. Like, long dead. And Rick Season and Andrew one. got married or something, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. So the show, comics, very different properties. But I, like you, I thought that was going to be a very sad, emotional end to a character um, with Jerry involved. You know, it would have broken my heart. Uh, yeah. You know, I had images of him passing away peacefully in his bed and then Jerry having to be the one to, you know, finish it before oh, he turns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But luckily we don't get that. Not yet, anyway. Not yet, no. maybe, maybe, maybe the op didn't work. Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to give a um, quick thing for the listeners as well. I will edit it as well as I can, but the heavens have opened once again whilst I'm filming, yeah. and I can hear the rain hitting the window next to my PC. I will yeah, edit man. as best as I can, but I promise I'm not leaving during I'm, the podcast. It is the rain outside. I'm delighted to say I can't hear it, but okay. uh, to be honest with you, Matt, I mean, that, that's kind of covered all the main points that I want to cover. Is there anything you think I've missed? We have got... No, I think that is pretty much everything, actually. Yeah, no, I know. We've spoken about the Hilltop lot. Yep. We've spoken about the Eugene lot. Yep. Rosita's in on that one. Ezekiel. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, we could focus in on Eugene kissing Matt. No? No? Okay, we'll leave that. Again, I'm stunned silence, mate. Stunned silence. So, that was episode 15. Episode 16 is next week, and then we have a break again. Oh, really? Oh, of course. Do not, not worry. <laughs> do not worry, everybody. The Walking Dead Wednesday will continue because Fear the Walking Dead is back. Oh, mate, you um, must be buzzing for this. I, 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 I'm not going to talk about it. Um, so, <laughs> The Walking Dead, episode 16, which means that we will then get the final eight episodes a bit later in the year. Keep an eye on our Facebook page and all our social media will confirm dates. But that will be then later. But in the interim, Fear the Walking Dead will continue. Uh, the second part of Season 7, I believe it is, so 7B. And a key character from the past is returning. Woo! I'm so happy about it. I might not even watch it. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, the only positive that I can draw from her returning is that I may get to celebrate her death twice. That is true. Talk about and on deaths. that note, wait. Talk about yeah. deaths. That means yeah. this was a mid mid season finale finale. This was a mid season uh, penultimate episode. Yeah. No one died. No, no. This is which, normally which the episode where they I catch do, you off guard with. Yeah, I do think that next week we could have something bad happen. I do, I, I do have that feeling that episode sixteen has the capacity, and I, I'm not going to say who. But I know they've just wrapped filming for the final ever episode. So the finale of season 11 has finished. And a lot of actors are posting their pictures from those final episodes. And one of them has posted nothing. Oh, because I know the write-up for next week's episode is purely Maggie prepares to defend the hilltop against Hornsby. And that is all it says. Yeah, well, we know she's fine. She's got a spin-off. Exactly. It's a whole other angry thing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, massive thank you 
to everybody for listening. Uh, I'm loving the amount of feedback we're getting on the Walking Dead stuff again at the moment. I think the final season has really re-energised the fan base into a kind of excitement about the show again. And I do think the standard of the writing of the show has gone right back up. Yeah, it's um, actually which, good to watch. Which is really pleasing. It's really good fun to watch, which is... Uh, which which has pleased me. A, a show going out limping is awful. This feels like it's going to go out on a bit of a high, and genuinely, I could feel excitement over watching some of the yeah. spin-offs. Yeah, I did. I did see someone write something the other day, and I was going to say this to you, and I'm going to say it on the podcast. You know how we basically said Negan and Maggie. Okay, that's caught our interest a little bit. The Walking Dead stories. Okay, that could be a little bit interesting. What Daryl and Carol? No, thank you. Someone put what if. Carol murders Leia, and the show is actually Daryl hunting her. And I was like, yep, I would watch every episode. <laughs> that would be awesome. I was like, oh my god, uh, what a dark-ass theory. Now, we know, personally, that it's just purely catering to the shippers, and it's going to be those two going off on like some romantic bike ride. But the, the idea of that was like, oh, wow, that would be so dark and brutal. I love it. But anyway. That would not be where people were expecting it to mind. go. Not at all, no. No, it would be, be like the equivalent of Maggie and Negan spin-off being a lovely blended romance romance story for them and their families. <laughs> Could you imagine that? No. Oh, my no. God. It's baby Negan because his wife doesn't survive. Yeah, and and you just see and you just see Herschel hug Negan as a final scene and go, "Thanks, Dad." I mean, the oh. internet would explode. <laughs> oh my and on God. that note, we've lost the rest of our audience just for suggesting these things. So, wow. um, hopefully, everybody knows we're joking. <laughs> hopefully, anyone producing Walking Dead knows we're joking. Um, but yeah, massive thank you to everybody again. We'll be back next week for the final episode of this tranche of the final season of The Walking Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead will continue. If you like hearing our voices, every Monday you can listen to our latest Marvel Monday show where we're talking about Moon Knight at the moment. So technically, Moon Knight Monday. Uh, that's going to continue for the next few weeks. If you're a big Star Wars fan, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is debuting not long away now. So keep an eye out for that. That's in May. So many other things are coming back as well. The Boys Season 3, Umbrella Academy Season 3. There's loads for us to talk about. We will be doing a show on Peacemaker from the DC Universe very soon. Uh, I've watched them all. You haven't yet. It's so ridiculous. It's brilliant. (laughs) But... That's all to come. We hope you keep listening to us. I will be back next week. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.